Buyers have been coming out in droves for the last 12 months, eager to secure a property that is more suitable to COVID needs. They are cashed up as they haven't been spending money on overseas travel and they are prepared to pay the big bucks for something that ticks all their boxes. Today, we are going to give you a helping hand and explain what the top 10 things buyers are looking for in a home and how you can overcome it if you don't have it. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langder. Real Estate Right is looking for sponsors to take us into 2022. If you want to target a specific audience of buyers, sellers, renters and investors who want to make the most out of their real estate journey, contact Lisa Fisher on 03 5977 8889 or at lisa at to find out more. David Banks from Jealous Craig Burundara has had over 10 years experience in real estate sales and has seen a dramatic shift in buyer requirements over the last 12 months. He is here today on Real Estate Right to guide you on how to present your home best to attract the best buyers. Welcome, Dave. How are you today? I'm well, Sue. Thank you for having me on the program. That's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for coming on. Not a problem at all. (laughs) Now, what made you become a real estate agent? Oh, it was having a career change uh, over 10 years ago now. And I'd always loved property. I bought my first property when I was 22. And it was just a hobby and an interest that has become my career. Yeah. Awesome. So today we're going to go through the top 10 requirements buyers have and how to overcome them when you don't have them. Now, we had a small talk before. Generally, there's, there's always a first impression. They see the property on the line. They, they have a chat with you, you know, about an address that might be coming up. Talk to us about what the first impression does to, to get buyers in the door. Well, I think the first impression, I mean, as we always, the saying always goes, you can't, you don't get that second chance to make that first impression. So mm-hmm. you really have to have a home that is, is inviting and, and it's, it's tempting. It's got to be tempting yeah. for someone to see the, the facade, see the front garden if it's a house, and they, they want to step beyond that front door. They want to see what's beyond the front door and within the yeah. home itself. And it's funny because I just did a property before and gorgeous California bungalow inside mm. smells like mold. That's not good. <laughs> 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 oh, wow, look how cool this is. And you go, oh. You just want to walk straight out. But it's like a renovator will go, yay, but oh, yeah. mold. And is if there's mold, out. is there damp underneath the floors? And, and then your mind and the buyer's mind is sticking, you know, what else is going on? Are there other issues that we should be looking for? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, um, yes, that first impression is um, definitely a good thing, but if you've got to have the right copy, the right photos Absolutely. to make sure you're looking at <laughs> best thing now let's go through your top 10 so number 10 a view or something to look out beyond the four walls now yeah so with when you've got a view 
uh, or you don't have a view or you're trying to create a view. Sometimes it can also be that the view from what you're looking at may not be ideal. You might be looking from an apartment balcony at a house next door's wall and that's obviously not going to look very good. Yeah. So having some planters on the railing of the balcony to give that greenery, to give that warmth, to distract the eye can be a simple solution to soften it. If it's looking at a a courtyard uh, or an outdoor space from a a single-fronted period home and it's maybe not a big space or a townhouse Mm -hmm. courtyard, then painting that fence uh, black will help add depth Mm -hmm. and then the green plants will look greener as well. Yeah, nice. Some nice little tips about that, yeah. Because usually it's really high density living, which struggles to get that visual presence or that just that sense of looking at something distant. Yeah. Well, well, and what we are looking at is is properties are getting smaller, and our outdoor spaces are often getting smaller. Mm. So being able to um, enhance that, make it feel bigger, all, all adds to the benefit of the property. Definitely, yeah. Now, how about a garage? What happens if we haven't got a garage? We've got, say, a carpool or we don't have, well, we've got parking, but there's no undercover space. Mm-hmm. So if you can, I mean, that may trigger planning permits if someone's talking about then building a carport mm-hmm. um, and whether that affects heritage overlays or those sorts of things. Yes. Putting that to one side, it might be that a garage, a carport can be converted in with a, a roller door. Yes. So you've then got secured off-street parking. Mm-hmm. It could be that you can install a security um, auto gate at mm-hmm. the front as well, yeah. which can, again, give security, um, keep um, kids and animals um, fenced in as well yes. and, and safe and secure. Uh, so there are little solutions there. Homes that might have a, a right-of-way, yeah. um, it could simply be, again, having installed a, an auto roller door mm-hmm. so that you've got the opportunity to say, well, here's some off-street parking yeah, or it's an outdoor entertaining space, depending on how you want to use it. Yeah. But the flexibility of that with the copywriting that you'll write yes. um, and, and how that is then sold to the buyers. Some people might want that outdoor space for the entertaining. Other yes. people are going to say, well, actually, my, my, my pride and joy can, can be parked there yes. um, and be safe and secure. Yeah. And the other thing, I find that 50% will use it for storage more than than the car yes <laughs> um, so if it is going to be storage yeah. well then maybe an attic attic storage in the roof with yeah. a pull down ladder or something like that may be a, a good option an alternative for, for that storage yes yeah definitely now with uh us going into regular lockdowns um how important is it that being within five kilometers of everything you need works well for how, how can well, you can't really can you overcome that I don't, I don't think you can necessarily overcome it. Yeah. It has certainly, I think, though, been a bit of a factor for some people in the last COVID period yeah. that have said, of course, there's always going to be people that will be upscaling and downscaling and, and moving for those reasons. Yes. But there's been a, probably a lot of people that have also moved sideways in the market. They've moved closer to kids' schools, closer to family, and, and that's probably for very emotional reasons. Mm-hmm. And and that's probably a segment of the market that really don't know that was as obvious yeah. in, in years gone by, but it certainly is now. If you can't get within 5Ks of everything that you want, I think it's probably a compromise. Yeah. 
And that compromise might be to say, okay, this is a stepping stone or it's a rung on the ladder to go, okay, in five years' time, this will give us the opportunity and allow us to be where we want to be. Mm. Most people can't buy their dream home as their first home or their second home, but it may end up being their third home and it's just the planning to say, what's my five-year plan, what's my 10-year plan? Yeah, bit of strategy. I think that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But if you're one or two train stations away from the train station you want to be, Mm. well, then you're still on the train line. Yes. So be on that train line. Yeah. 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 Or tram line. beautiful never underestimate the power of uh, public transport (laughs) but yes yes it's it's definitely a a big bonus when you've got it that's for sure now number seven storage if we haven't got storage how can we overcome it well probably comes back to the earlier point in the garage if we're doing roof storage and attic storage that would be great part of it also is going to actually come down i think to the dirty word of decluttering because humans our nature is to hoard and to sometimes just keep too much so being a little bit ruthless um, and it can be cathartic to to go through everything you've got but to minimize what you do have so that when you are selling people can walk around the home freely and easily not having if you've got built-in robes in your master bedroom or a walk-in robe you probably don't need another chest of drawers and so by removing that chest of drawers it will make the room feel bigger but also doesn't plant the seed in someone else's mind to say that there's not enough storage and therefore we're going to need a set of drawers too. So yes. sometimes it's about having less in the property, mm. which will then not highlight the fact that you don't have storage or as much storage as you'd like. Modern apartments, the solution may be to visit stores like IKEA that might be specialising in storage solutions. Yes. For when you are moving in, because I guess newer apartments are probably becoming well known for not having enough storage other than a cage above a car space. Yeah. And like I've, I know, I know it's a few years ago now, but you know, I had a house in Hyatt and I put a walk in robe and I fitted it out just by going to Bunnings. You can get that pre um, drilled um, melamine sheet, you know, boards. Mm-hmm. You can move the shelves yeah. up and down and you can move the shelves up and down. You know, if you've just got a rail and a and a shelf around the top for in your wardrobe and you want to create, you know, smaller partition shelves or some drawers or something like that, it's really, really cheap to do it. If you just go to Bunnings, get yourself a, a chippy or somebody who's a little bit handy just to put it all together. Yeah. I think I paid, we're talking 14 years ago now, but it was about $380 to get that done plus a bit of carpet you know, to finish it off and it looked like, oh, my God, a luxury (laughs) (laughs) walk-in robe. Like it just, the carpet finished it off, really. It just, yeah. But, you know, it just lifted the whole thing and it's it's all about luxury. It's a luxury item. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need to have your, you can put your drawers with your jocks and socks and stuff like that in there. Yeah. Done. (laughs) Problem solved. (laughs) Now, um, again, another COVID issue we're having, when people are asking for a second study, um, when both parties are working from home or kids are working, you know, studying and all lots of stuff, mm. how do we overcome that if we haven't got a, we, we need a second study, not just one study? Well, having a, a, a desk in a bedroom has become, well, 
it used to just be for kids when they're at school, but it's now become for adults when they're at home. <laughs> so mm. having a, I think that that desk in that situation can work very well. Um, yes. You can close the door. If the bedroom's got carpet, that's a bit more soundproofed as well and less echoey and whatnot. Um, yeah. Otherwise, what was always a redundant, commonly a redundant room in the house had been a formal dining room. Formal dining yes. rooms have actually become a lot of home offices and, and work-from-home spaces. Um, yes. They might have already had built-in cabinetry and, and whatnot for storage, but uh, there's your instant bookshelf behind your Zoom meeting. And uh, yes. that's, I guess, solved that issue for a number of people. Yeah. And then you've got the, the like, landing area or the, you know, you can always, like you've got a big enough laundry, you could throw in a second little mm-hmm. desk in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who, who would have thought all those study nooks that were created years ago in uh, modern apartments would actually be used and use, become useful? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Upstairs retreats, um, if it's a two-storey house, again, that's a great study space as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, or, or, or kids homeschooling. What are some of the buyers prepared to compromise on? Like obviously there's the dream of what they want and then what are they prepared to take as their reality? Yeah, dream versus reality is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably comes back sometimes to the location. Um, yeah. I think it can also be dependent on uh, land size. Um, mm-hmm. in, a, in a stronger market, it can also, the compromise might be, well, we can't necessarily afford the, the shiny new renovated property, um, mm. but we'll, we'll take the other one that we'll do the bathroom ourselves, we'll do the kitchen ourselves uh, in yeah. two or three or five years' time when we can afford to. And I think mm. that's probably more of the compromise people are prepared to make, uh, making those cosmetic changes. In a, in a not-so-strong market, then sometimes a vendor needs to do more renovations or do more things to draw buyers to a property because mm. it's, it's a more competitive environment where the buyers have a bit more power in the negotiations or look, you know what, yeah. here's my money. If you're not going to take it, I'll go to the other one. And if they don't take it, yep. I'll go to the next one. And if they don't take it and they'll just find someone who needs to sell and they'll yeah. purchase a property for a price they're prepared to pay. Yeah. But in a sales yeah. market, like we are at the moment, obviously that situation's yeah. flipped. Yes, yes, definitely. Yes, it's um, still scary how many people are out there trying to, to buy homes and, and pay a premium for it. Well, money's still cheap. Um, mm-hmm. You can't live in shares. So yeah. a house is still a good investment. I think being tax-free, it's still the best financial investment anyone in Australia can make. Um, yeah. And and you still you, you you have ownership of it, so it becomes an extension of who you are or who you are as people, um, with yeah. the way you furnish it, the way you present it, having family and friends come over and visit. Um, COVID has has made that a more emotional experience for a lot of people. If they're not as comfortable yeah. going out for dinner all the time, um, then having people come round and and go back to the old fashioned dinner parties that our parents used to have when we were little then it's cost effective and more intimate yes I remember those dinner parties my parents had a a dinner party group they call mm-hmm. themselves the mad mob did they and go from house to house each time no they all lived in very different places it was like the first Saturday of every quarter they would catch up 
And then sometimes I'd do a theme. The person's house it was at, they would make the main course and then somebody would bring entree, someone would bring dessert, somebody would bring nibblies, someone would bring the wine, I think. I think that's yeah. how it worked. Um, and, yeah, they'd have themes every now and again. So I think once they got into their wedding attire, see if they could fit into their... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had a bad taste night. So, you know, the bad taste food came out. My mum... I think she had to do oh. befores and afters or something, and she did uh, chocolate-coated garlic cloves or something. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say just gherkins and pineapples and all sorts of weird flavours no. combined together, but no, <laughs> that's terrible. Um, no. Why is, this, why, is this, why is this crunchy in the middle? I don't know. <laughs> What's that pungent taste at the end? Hmm. They had a lot of fun. Well, they, come, they are coming back into vogue. Um, yeah, and, and our homes have become our sanctuary. Our homes have become uh, a lot more meaningful to a lot more a lot of people, and yeah, and and because of all these points that we're going through, uh, a one bedroom apartment for someone's not big enough. If they're working from home, they need a two bedroom apartment or a two bedroom apartment. Dwellers would prefer to be in a in a unit with an outdoor space rather than just a small balcony. Or it's, yeah. it's everyone's sort of taking a step up on that property ladder as well. Um, they are. Yeah. So how can we give those buyers what they're looking for in that next property yeah. and highlight it? Yes, definitely. Now, we're going to have a short break and come back with David Banks' top five requirements buyers are looking for when purchasing a home. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and we are talking to the fabulous Dave Banks from Jealous Craig Burundara about the top 10 requirements buyers have when looking for a property and how you can overcome them when you don't have them. So just a couple of little things and then, you know, before we go into our top five. Um, now, how we live and how we sell are often two very different things. How can buyers look beyond the staging and styling of a home to work out the function that is best suited to their lifestyle? A lot of buyers can't, and that's why we do the styling and the presentation. <laughs> <That's well. laughs> uh, but, but in saying that, um, and having been a buyer myself a number of times, it is, it is looking at, look at the lights, look at the kitchen bench, look at the kitchen drawers, look at the bathroom, and just try and imagine it. If you're in a room, um, as agents, we've always got lights turned on. Turn the lights off and see what the what the room is like without those lights turned on. Is it bright enough for you? Where's the light coming from? How big is the space? Yeah. And the other advice is if, if you're not sure what the proportions of the, the rooms are, whether they be bedrooms or living spaces, measure measure the rooms and spaces that you have in your current home. So you can yeah. compare like for like yes. because – if if you're on if if there's a a single bed in a bedroom or a double bed whatever it is, you've got the measurements on the floor plan. So we, the information is given to you. So compare yeah. it to what you've got, and you might be surprised that they're very similar. Mm. And what you thought might have been a small space, actually, is exactly what you've got now. You're um not doing yourself good service there by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you've lost a buyer now. Sometimes, look. but sometimes guess what? They're bigger. Yeah. Correct. And the new house is yep. bigger. Absolutely. The styling doesn't include like the buffets and the, you know, spare chairs that you may have um, because you've got a, you know, like a six-seater dining table, but, you know, you've got a couple of spare chairs for when 
you know, grandma turns up and all that sort of stuff. You, you, you don't look in oh, you don't look in cupboards to see what's in there. You're looking in cupboards to see how much storage there is and and does this have more than what we've got? Is yeah. it going to fulfil our needs? Does it does it have what we want? Yeah. Can we, can we imagine ourselves living here? Mm. If a property is seven or eight out of ten or better, you should be buying it. Yeah, because a lot of things can be adjusted. Correct. Yeah. Um, can I put wardrobes in that bedroom? Yes. Can I can I create more storage in that laundry? Yeah. Is there a spot for the vacuum cleaner and the brooms to go? Yeah, no. I like so them sitting out. The practicality of how we live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's no... And if there's not, do I put a shed in the backyard? Yeah. Is that where the lawnmower is going to live and the bikes and yeah. everything else that we've Hot got club. for the kids? Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can handle not having a garage, but I can throw in a shed in the backyard. No, that's. Yeah. How am I going? Don't give me problems. Give me solutions. Yeah. And sometimes as agents, that's our job. Our job is to, how do I get from A to B? Well, that tram line, that train line, that bus, that yeah. will get you there. Um, oh, I can't. I, the renovating that kitchen is going to be too hard. That's okay. We know people. We can recommend people to you. Um, if you're talking about a block of land, we, can, we, we know town planners. We know architects that can, can do that for you. Um, we know painters that can repaint that house for you if it's the wrong colour or um, landscapers that can, can create that backyard space yeah. for you. So w- agents know a lot of people and, and we can be a great source of um, help mm-hmm. in that respect because ultimately the happier you are as a buyer, the more likely you are to buy the home and, yes. and enjoy it. And, and every buyer one day becomes a yes. seller. So our service to our future vendors starts when we yeah. first meet them. Let's get into the top five. Now, separate living spaces, that's become all the rage, isn't it? Mm, it has. And if we're talking about the parents' retreat, um, yeah. And that's all the teenagers retreat. I think those are opportunities where families love to spend time together, but yeah. just as importantly, can be about spending time apart. Yes. And it might be a space where kids can jump online and play online games with their friends yeah. or just have their friends over and to visit and get away from parents. And likewise, yeah. parents want a space where they can shut the door and not be stepping on Lego and tripping mm. over kids' toys and yeah. to have a cup of coffee, read a book, light the fireplace if that's what is in that parents' retreat as well and just yeah. get away from the stress of lives. <laughs> yes. Yeah, look, I, I say to a lot of um, owners that I write ads for, you know, <sighs> The importance of having a door you can close is mm-hmm. is so paramount these days. Like it just—it's it's just like good fences make good neighbors. And yeah. being able to close a door and get away from yeah. family, I love you, but I just need some time away from you right now. Yeah, <laughs> and and having those those spaces where, like for instance, they've got double doors, so you can open get the double doors open all the time yep. if you want. If you want that open feel, open them up. But you've also got the flexibility of closing them. You know. and, and when it comes to selling your property, having the flexibility of that formal lounge, parents' retreat or fourth or fifth bedroom or home office yeah. gives an advantage to your property that other mm. homes might not have. Yeah. So when we are selling a home, what are the tips and tricks and what is going to be the advantages that this particular property has that will help to separate it from the market 
Is mm. it a is it an apartment which is ground floor with a courtyard? Yeah. Is it uh, something with a, a north facing orientation? Yeah. Is it going to be something with that triple garage? So, yes. what is going to separate your property from the pack and make yeah. it so we can get more buyers to your front door for that yeah. for that reason and others? Yes, and that's the beauty of a great copywriter who knows how to do that. Correct, and and that can yeah. even just start quite quite simply with the title. And really making, okay, okay, is it the right school zone? Is it because it's single level? Is it because that townhouse is on its own title? Mm. All that sort of stuff, yeah. And, you know, and, yeah, like when I write copy, I make sure, you know, what's this property's point of difference? What is it that makes it stand out over everything else that's on the market? And some of those things can be things you can't show in a photo. Yeah. You can't show that it's in a school zone in a photo. Yeah. Or a floor floor plan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's definitely um, worth having good writing. Um, now, number four, outdoor space. That's, you know, the big, big thing at the moment too, isn't it? A lot of outdoor space. It, it, it is, and e- even if it's to grow your own veggies or mm. for having pets or to have kids play and, and have that line of sight from the kitchen to outdoors and, and to yeah. be watching and monitoring and the indoor-outdoor living as well and, and a hot summer's night having a barbecue sitting outside with some friends and mm. and and entertaining uh, again having that space is just makes such a difference and, and, and just, even again with the marketing and the photos and that, yeah. that livability of a home yes but you know what it's also that ability to get fresh air like if we are working from home we are living from home we are you know you know, you've got the kids on our door every five minutes or something like that. We just need to get that separation from being indoors and going, oh, I need a breath of fresh air. Just give me that space of my own to do that. And in the large lockdown we had last year, being mm. able to go outside and I could still make my phone calls and do all my things, yeah. just to be able to go outside and walk around and make those calls yeah, just puts you in a different headspace. But oh, if you're selling, how do we create that space? That's going to be pruning the, the garden to show off how big it is. Yes. Um, and sometimes doing that pruning months in advance will mean that you're not looking at the end of a stick, but then you've got buds and shoots of new growth. Uh, yeah. Also, whether you put down some instant lawn, in, in investing in uh, decks and hardware like that can then trigger uh, permits from council. That yeah. may be too expensive and time-consuming. So ultimately, how do we, maybe some crash rock in, and, and in a yeah. cleared large area can be a, a cheaper solution, um, but can give you the same result. Friends. Yeah, correct. But <laughs> again, when I'm talking to buyers, yeah. I'm saying to buyers, well, maybe if you don't like this, maybe you could do and invest in a deck down the track. Mm. And this would be how perhaps you could go about doing so. Yeah. And so in that situation, we are selling the dream to create the reality. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, a buyer also can take ownership of the property by making it their own, by doing some things themselves. Yeah. And then it feels more like theirs and not someone else's house that they're living in. Mm. Yeah. And it creates Definitely. a different warmth. Yes. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Now, number three, uh, I've been hearing this from a lot of agents. Uh, the whole concept of re- recently renovating a property rather than, you know, something that's been done the last 
sort of one to five years versus something that was done sort of the last sort of 10 to 15 years. Mm -hmm. So if you think Caesar Stone probably came in about 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. on those original places it's starting to look a bit shabby and chipped and, and that sort of. So how can we give all that a makeover? Yeah, we need to make that makeover happen, don't we? Yeah. And and it's not about spending fifteen or twenty thousand plus on a new bathroom. What no. if those pink tiles were sprayed white? What yeah. if there was a new uh, frameless shower screen that was installed? What yeah. if it, the, the shower got regrouted? Yes. Uh, what if we replaced the shower head and all the tapware? Yeah. And by giving it that refresh, you might end up spending a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars, yeah. and you've just saved twenty twenty five thousand instead. Because and you've it's still functional. Gained, and, you've, and you've gained probably 30 grand at the sale yep. of your home. That's a big turnaround. So yep. what a buyer doesn't want to have is to walk into a property and look at the wet areas of kitchen and bathroom and think, great, I need to renovate those. There goes $100,000. Mm. If we can, I mean, if they're functional, if they're working, then they don't oh. need to be um, ripped out and started again. So yeah. give them a refresh and that can give you that same outcome. I've had yep. uh, clients that we've worked with that we've um, replaced bench tops rather yep. than the whole kitchen because the cabinetry and the framework is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, update and replace your oven or range hood or dishwasher or yep. the, the appliances that, that will, will benefit people. Um, handles on cupboard doors. Yeah. Very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, you know, I, I heard of somebody the other day that spent um, $50 on something like a hundred door handles for the just online found some black door handles, which, you know, complemented their white cabinets and, and, you know, $50 and a probably afternoon of changing door handles. (laughs) And cleaning as well, probably. (laughs) Lots of cleaning. (laughs) Lots of cleaning. Yeah. Definitely. Now, we've we talked about the, the second study, but how about obviously number two is the study to work from home? Yeah. So, uh, again, going back to the formal dining room, probably having that as yeah. if you've got, I mean, m- most people don't, aren't ever going to need to use two dining tables in a house. So mm. having that open plan, kitchen, meals, living is a, a wonderful floor plan that works so well for so many people. So the older homes that have that formal uh, dining room, create that as your, as your home office. Uh, if you've got uh, windows in, the, in that room, then you might even put up a, a stud wall um, and have a bill to do that for you so that yeah. you're creating more of an enclosed space and a, a functional space. Um, that can be the easy solution. I've, I know someone who actually um, has created a side hustle and he and his wife have, have created study pods. And these oh. are outdoor spaces that are custom built. You can connect them to power um, mm-hmm. and they have, they're insulated. They have a little wall heater, panel heater inside them as well. And yeah. you've got a little uh, home office or study awesome. space outside and it's transportable. So if you're renting, yeah. you pick it up and you take it with you. Awesome. Even better. So for a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, done. Sounds good. Actually, talking about that, like you can easily convert an old shed or an old um, bungalow, you know, garage, bungalow, something that's in the backyard. 
yeah. into a very usable work from home space. And the beauty of that is you can close that door and forget about work and go home. Like you, you had that mental preparation, mental yeah. changeover from going from work to home, having that separate space. And and for yeah. someone like me who traditionally not worked from home a lot in mm. 2020, when we did have to start working from home, having that separation between home and work was a struggle to have to get used to. So mm. you're right. Um, sitting at one end of the dining table and that's your workspace and sitting at the other end of the dining table and that's where you eat breakfast and lunch and dinner and you're staring at your work and you can't get away from it, you can't mentally detach from it, um, yeah. presents its own challenges. Yes. So you're right. Close that door, yeah. move on. <laughs> Close that get door, move on. <laughs> and, you know, if you can actually step out, out onto the, into the backyard and into a separate space, even better. Mm, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Now, our number one, I'm going to do a little drum roll. <laughs> um, number one is natural light. That's the biggest thing. I, I think it has to be the biggest thing um, yeah. because if, it's, if you're walking into a dark and dreary home and you've got um, feature walls or dark walls that are just sucking up the natural light, you don't mm. have enough windows in the home uh, coming in, then it's depressing. And oh, it yes. just will will never give you the uh, level of excitement from buyers that the home did, probably deserves. Yeah. So how can we fix that? Well, clearly repainting is the quickest and easiest solution yeah. there. Uh, I'd also check all your lights. A lot of people yeah. over time um, replace light globes or LEDs and halogens and all these different lights that have different colours. They might be mm. a stark white or a, or a, or a uh, yellow and they're all random and yeah. suddenly the rooms are different colors um yeah. clean your windows i know it sounds really basic but it's actually clean big, your windows makes a big difference uh pruning yeah. all the hedges and uh um, away. vines away from your blind side of the house and let that light in um, mm. again those are things that don't cost a lot of money to do or it just yeah. takes time um, and it might be that you, you may invest in some skylights or um, some sky windows that will let light into a darker ensuite or a walk-in wardrobe or a, a part of the hallway which just doesn't have any light accessing it. I did that to yeah. a home I was um, living in and, and sold a number of years ago, and the, and the difference it made to that space just was incredible, endless. and it was yeah. not very expensive at all to do. Now, I saw an apartment recently which... I, you know, they have very innovative product in there. She said that she bought them from the UK, but obviously they transported over. And it was actually like a, basically an LED window. Mm-hmm. It looked like a window. You put it on the wall like a painting and it's got a power cord, which you can, you know. Um, hide away, tuck away something. Tuck it away. And it will automatically change from day to night light. <laughs> And then she just put like some curtains around it and it looked like it was a window and she had two of them. She had one in the hallway. So, you know, when you have an apartment and you've got this long hallway where mm-hmm. you've got, you know, neighbours on your side of you or whatever, and she just put one there. So it looked like it was the outside, you know, she was It's like an optical illusion. An optical illusion. Like it was amazing. <laughs> and then, you know, one of them she put white timber blinds over the top of it so it looked like you know in a yep. study so it looked like she had a window Incredible. and it was amazing um 
And I said, and she's like, oh, should I take them down? I said, no, you know, put them as part of the sale of the house. That's it's a bit like um, having a TV which has got a frame around it and looks like a piece of art and not yeah. just a TV. Yeah. But it was so clever how, you know, it changed, like, you know. It, it changed it with, the, the with the time. Yep. With the time. Amazing. So, Love it. Amazing. <laughs> so, and, like, you know, you could get a, a, an electrician in and, and, you know, wire it up properly so you didn't have yep. power cords so much um, if, you know, you wanted to. But, uh, yeah, great innovation for for a bit of natural light. Brilliant. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I, I think natural light is is so important for so many people. Not every house clearly can have a north-facing uh, orientation to the rear. So, yeah. you know, let light in where you can, um, and yeah. that will that will help undoubtedly help your sale so much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for coming on today to help homeowners make the most of their property sale. So how can listeners get in contact with you? Oh, the easiest way would be to give me a call on 0422-868410 or send yep. me an email, davidbanks at jealouscraig.com.au and would love to pop out and help anyone give them ideas on uh, tips and tricks to help present their home for sale, whether that be yep. in the short term or the long term, and we, yep. they can get prepared for it. Definitely. Now, we had a conversation earlier, and you actually go anywhere in Melbourne, don't you? I do. So with the network of Jealous Craig and 28 offices, uh, have car, will travel, and uh, look forward to helping lots of people. Sounds good. Thank you so much um, for coming on, and we'll also have your details in our show notes and through our social media. Lovely, Sue. Thank you again. Thanks again. Now, next week we have Seth Watts from Campaign Agent to talk to us about how you can pay for your advertising and styling upfront when you want to put your property on the market. It's actually an amazing concept, so don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast premium beat for our theme music and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, Contact sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.